You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So why do all babies look like a young Wilford Brimley? I don't know who Wilford Brimley is. Shut the front fucking door. Where? Do you, have you ever heard of diabetes? Yes. Have you ever heard of oatmeal? Yeah. Did you ever see the movie The Thing or Cocoon? Oh, yeah. Then you know who I'm talking about. You know that okay. chubby old... Oh, yeah. With a mustache and a glass. All babies look like a young Wilford Brimley. I don't understand. I feel like that she's going to try to get me to eat oatmeal. You know... It's like that uh, that song, Father Abraham Had Many Sons. Many Sons Had Father Abraham. I don't know that song. Oh, well, it's a, it's a song that they sing in a lot of churches. Oh, Father uh, Abraham. What does it sons? have to do with Wilford Brimley with oatmeal, diabetes, anything? Wilford Brimley had many children. <laughs> many children had Wilford Brimley. Apparently. No, 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 I'm not saying that Wilford Brimley, who I believe is dead. No, he's dead. He probably got killed by diabetes. By the beta. Or oatmeal, oatmeal, excessive oatmeal consumption. He had, he had like four dry packets of oatmeal that he uh, ate once. Oat gluttony. They obstructed him and he exploded. <laughs> they locked him down like so many blocks of cheese. Uh, I thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah, she talk did. about my other dad. Yeah, talk about my other dad. Dad, my real father. So the brim. So we're gonna talk about getting out of ruts and relationships. All right. Well, so let's first and foremost, let's uh, drill down into what. What do you mean by a rut in your relationship? A rut can be anything. It can be a bad spot with the person that you're with, or just a rut that you or your partner are in. Like, let's just say you're not in a good mental space for a period. Of time. Oh, like if you like a if you're like a two year downward spiral of self loathing and a cloud of marijuana haze and just didn't know what to do with your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you get out of that? Okay, okay. So I thought maybe you were thinking like we've fallen into a rut where we don't go out on date nights anymore or we don't have interesting sex anymore or we don't have sex very often anymore or, you know, we always fight about the same three things and we're in this rut where we just are constantly going around and around and around about those subjects. What I think is funny about a rut is typically it does not just affect one place in your life. So if you personally are in like a bad spot in a yeah. rut, it bleeds into everything. Yeah, because I'm in a rut. Yeah, I get it. Are you? Kinda. Hey, I am too. So like before I left car business, I was like, man, I just hate doing this. And like I was completely unmotivated. And I'd say it's been for the past six, seven months. I've had like zero drive, zero motivation. I don't feel like doing much of anything. And uh, I think I needed a fucking reset. Like, when you sell your soul and do shit that you hate for so long, it just turns into what you fucking do. Well, you've compromised everything that you thought mattered, so then it's like, all right, so then why, why, why continue to fucking give a shit about this and then that, that complacency or that uh, just lack of anything bleeds over into everything? And it's yucky. Yeah, it is. It is yucky. And I don't know 
I, I don't I don't know if I have good advice on how to break out of such a slump. In fact, I was interesting. I was seeing the guys on Fear the Boo. We were talking about a topic for that show, and Chris and I did not have a conversation prior to this recording, but I suggested to them that I'm having, you know, game master burnout, that I just don't have the motivation to write good narrative for my role-playing game right now, just just kind of mailing it in, and it's been real hack and slashy. And I don't know, when I went to... when I went to GameholeCon, I did not have the same motivation at the show that I did when I was at Origins. Mm-hmm. Certainly, I did not produce the same amount of content, but I also spent a lot more time... Sorry, that's picking that up, isn't it? Um, I, but I spent a lot more time doing seminars and... Uh, doing the not-so-fun shit. Yeah, but, well, no, I was participating in events and not interviewing people. Uh, because, I don't know, I just needed... I wanted to do something different. And ironically, I ended up getting a bunch of interview opportunities out of that, multiple of which have communicated with me yesterday about, hey, I want to be on the show, and da 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 That's fucking fantastic. Yeah, so I think for me, the real slump buster is people expressing interest. Yeah, no, it's... it's uh I, I, I don't want to say recognition, but it's affirmation. Right, you get you get feedback, right? So you you get positive. Oh, this is worth. Yeah, I've been doing. This is worth my effort. This is worth my time. People are listening. People are paying attention. People want to talk to me. You know, when you see sales tick on wizard supplies, yeah, right. You have to feel like, oh, cool. I'm 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 getting. You know, getting noticed, people actually care. So what's so funny about that is people are leery with new new stuff like this, typically, uh, because I've not shot a promo video yet. That's like one of the things that I'm like, okay, I need to watch, sit down and figure out exactly how I'm going to do this and then do that. Um, so like, I don't really have much brand recognition other than people have seen my logo and some of my products out there because right. I've paid like thirty dollars in advertising and that's about it. Well, I want to do I want to do a Wiley game sponsored by Wizard Supply, you know, WizardSupply.com video because I I don't know WizardSupply.store. WizardSupply.store. See, well, there you go. This is why we edit, Chris. Right. Right. Yeah. So what's funny is uh, you and I were talking about how to do. Uh, about the promo video idea that I had. And I'm still going to do that exact one because that one I want people. However, out of the conversation that we had, I thought it would be funny to have a guy with a just a shitty disposable razor and because you had mentioned having a D&D book and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. I want him to roll to transmute it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so... I'm going to have a shitty disposable razor. He's going to roll. He'll roll. I, I want to get a nat 20. Yeah, nat 20. Well, that's easy enough to do. Right. And then... Yeah, you can manufacture that. Well, I have, to, I have to say, the thing to me that is interesting about shaving now is before, shaving was a chore. It was a thing that I did because I had to. Mm-hmm. But now that I've shaved three times with my mage blade, uh, I got rid of that crappy plastic yeah. handle because it was garbage. Yeah. But uh, the mage blade's really, really nice, and it has taken shaving from a chore to a ritual. 
and that has it really yeah that is the thing that I like because now I'm patient with it I take my time I recognize it's it's not exactly like going to the shooting range but I recognize that this thing before was a tool right right but now not only is it a tool, but it has the propensity to harm me if I am not careful. So I'm patient, and I take my time, and I find that I cut myself less, I get less razor irritation, because I'm slowing down and taking my time with this thing that I have very easily cut myself with. Interesting. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. I'm glad to lather up the face, do the, just let the gentle weight, make sure you've got your angle right. It's nice. What's funny, so it's been relatively thankless. Like, I see engagement on the ads that I've done. Um, so, like, there's that, but that's not, that's not fucking real. That's not a sale. That's not somebody reaching out about the brand. Uh, so I recently was just sitting there playing on my phone one night, and I had a message come through on Instagram, and this guy's like, hey, um, what's, what's up? What's, what's this mystery eraser thing that you're doing? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well... Um, basically, I had uh, a bunch of razors that didn't come out right from the factory, so I'm selling those at a super discounted rate, and they're all functional, they work fine, it's just the logo wasn't right. So, uh, my loss, your gain, you're getting a you know, $25, $35 razor for 15 bucks, 14 and he's like, oh, cool. Where the hell did you come from? <laughs> he's like, right in between my mom's legs. He's like, so there was Sorry, nothing, nothing, nothing. And he's like, and then all of a sudden you you were here. And I was like, oh yeah, well no, I didn't exist, didn't exist, didn't exist. And then I was like, okay, I exist. So this is this is the brand. This is what we're doing. And he's like, dude, your prices are right. And he's like, I, it's good to see somebody showing up in the space like you are. And I was like, oh, oh very you. cool. Yeah, super cool. But what's funny? It turns out it was it was Harry from Harry's, and he'd heard all the shit you talked about their razors. I hope so. It's fucking dog shit razors. They're not dog shit. They're They're just not as good as they're very good for a disposable. I bought it from Target or on Amazon razor. So or directly from them. This is actually what I did. I've been ever since I started shaving like this. I've tried other razors like that and been very underwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a very different experience. I'm spoiled. Yeah. I'm spoiled. Like, yeah, you no, shave with a nice razor, yeah, yeah. it's fucking different. Well, yeah, it's just like when you go and you have, you know, a really well-brewed, fresh cup of coffee, right, from some snooty place that you never want to hang out with the people that work there because they're fucking obnoxious, but they make a damn good cup of coffee, right, or, or anything else. Once you, once you see, I, it's... It's not even sort of the retro aspect of it. It just makes you wonder, if this is how we shaved before, why did it change? Did it change out of convenience? It's almost like going to McDonald's versus going to, like, a Ruth's Chris. Right. Right? You know what I mean? Both of them... beef in it. Yeah, both of them will fill your belly, (laughs) but one of them is... Well, it's, it's a means to an end, and the other one is an experience. Right. Right. Well, I mean, that's. I think that's a good way of describing it. Well, it's so funny because, like, when it started, I was I was totally content selling other people's shit, and uh, and this is this is kind of part of what brought on my rut. So, like, I knew I knew I wouldn't be doing the car thing for much longer. I could just feel it in the ether, and uh, I was like, man, I just need my fucking shit to get here, so I can start doing my razor stuff. 
so I'm, I'm waiting on stuff for manufacturers, waiting on stuff for manufacturers. I'm like, all right, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Well, I, I lost my job before all my shit got here. Lost? Yeah. Did, did I, have I told you the story? Not really. Okay, so, <clears throat> basically, we, uh, in the car business, you don't get like a normal set break, okay? Um, you can say, hey, I'm going to go grab some food now. And typically what you'll do is you'll go grab food and then you'll come back and eat it there. Uh, sometimes you can go out and eat something somewhere else. So I, it, was a, it was a Monday, a particularly slow Monday at that. I had a customer that was due in at 5. It was 4.15. Uh, yeah, 4.15. And I was like, okay, there's a steakhouse next door. I was like, I'm going to run over there, get a fucking soda, and just chill for a minute before I have to deal with, deal with doing this customer. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes before my 5 o'clock. Yeah, I was taking a lunch break, basically. A um, couple of the guys were like, hey, where are you going? I was like, oh, I'm going to Tucker's place. I just want to sit down and have a drink. And uh, they were like, okay, cool. We're going to go with you. Okay, cool. So we all go over there, and we're having, we're having our respective drinks. We've been there for 15 minutes, and I get a call from my boss, and he's like, hey, where are you? I was like, oh, I'm at Tucker's place. I'm at Soda. And he's like, okay, um, how long have you been there? I was like, literally 15 minutes. I was like, 15 minutes ago, I was talking to the other manager. So my time is accounted for. Like, I was there at work, you know. And he's like, so you've been there for an hour? I was like, I've been here for fucking 15 minutes, dude. It's literally been 15 minutes. And he's like, okay, who's up there with you? So I told him who was up there with me. And he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, would you want me to lie to you? And he hangs up on me go back to work and they do this whole like fucking chewing us out thing you think you can just come and go as you please blah 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 blah. i'm like oh my god we were fucking dead as fuck too um and the, the part about this that i think was most frustrating to me is most of management has been leaving for long periods of time multiple times a week so like the fact that this was even a talking point completely baffled me anywho so take the tongue lashing and I'm like alright cool well that's over now 15-20 minutes go by and one of the guys is like hey they want us back down there go back down there and they're like you guys don't fucking get your late days in anymore which is one day a week after your day off um, you get to go in at noon instead of 9 typically on those days I go in at about 10.30 or 11 so I, it's a little later for me but not I don't go in at noon so fast forward, the next day is my day off, Tuesday. So I do my Tuesday, and uh, I'm talking to Tara, and I'm like, yeah, they said I don't get my late day. I was like, but I'm not doing that. I was like, so I'm going to I'm gonna take my fucking late day. She's like, yeah, you should. She's like, you should let them fire you because that's bullshit. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, at least we're on the same page. Wednesday comes along, and I get a phone call at 1030. Where the fuck are you? I was like, I'm at home. Why the fuck are you at home? We said you didn't get late days anymore. I was like, well, I thought that was ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm having my late day. Uh, you think you get to just come and go as you please? I was like, dude, it's time with my family. I'm not losing that. Like, it's it's necessary. You better be in here before noon. I was like, okay, well, I planned on being there before noon anyway. So, at 11 o'clock, same time I always show up home Wednesdays, I show up. There's this big fucking write-up filled up for filled out for me, and uh, the manager that was presenting it to me was like, "Hang on a second. 
He's like, come on, we're going in here and talking. So we go in this little office to talk, and he's like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, you're doing this. And he's holding his middle finger up at me, and he's like, that's what you fucking did with this shit. And I was like, I was like, well, I was like, telling me that I have to change my schedule because I took a 15-minute break is doing that. Yeah, so it's not, not, only, not only is it unreasonable, it's laughably idiotic, and I'm pretty sure that it's a violation of some rule somewhere. And you're like, you took a 15-minute break that you cleared with a manager. I didn't, I didn't clear it. You, no, said you, were, you said 15 minutes earlier you were talking I to I was talking to another manager outside of the store. And so you didn't let anybody know you no. were leaving? Uh, well, then that's a problem. No, that's what I did wrong. And yeah. that's, that's when I accept responsibility. Yeah. But you're not my daddy. You don't get to say, hey, this is the punishment that I'm dishing out. Oh, yeah, it's affecting your home life. No, I'm not doing that. So, yeah, no, I did do something wrong there, and it was leaving and not saying anything. With that being said, we were completely dead. I don't really care. So, that's where that... So, we're having this conversation, and he's like, he's like, do you want to get fired? And I was like, no, not necessarily. And he goes, that's a yes or a no question. And I'm like, okay, then yes. <laughs> That's, that's the Chris I know right there. <laughs> I, I kept my mouth shut. This is the part that kind of blew my mind. So I kept my mouth shut when they're delivering the news that we're losing our, our uh, late ends and all that shit. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to think about this before I say anything. Like, I was trying to be very tactful there. But, like, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't do this fucking this thing where... No, it is my time. This is my time. I will die at some point. So the fact that you think you get to monopolize so very much of my time is absolutely asinine. And the fact that you say that I can't do what I please with my time, especially when it's time that's already been dedicated to me, well, no. No, that's not yours to delegate. It's mine. So you can say, hey, I'm changing your schedule. And I can say, okay, well, I'm going to work the same schedule. And then we can say, okay, we're parting ways. Like, employment is a funny, funny thing. Most employers think they have you by the balls because they are paying you. Now, that's fair, but you are providing service to them. That's why they are paying you. If for whatever reason at any point in time it's not working out for one party, that party has the right to terminate that relationship. It's as simple as that. Agreed. So that's where it got really ridiculous for me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm fine, fire me, cool. And he's like, fine, that'll save us a bunch of paperwork. Okay, cool, man. So I fucking, I had cleaned my desk out Monday because I knew I probably wasn't going to be sticking around. I uh, went up to my desk, gave my dealer plate, my tablet, and some uh, floor mats that I had waiting for a customer. Mm-hmm. Good luck. And he was like, who are these for? And I was like, they're for Marge. Go talk to this guy about it. It was the other manager. Um, about, about a week in, maybe 10 days in, that manager was like, hey, I just want you to know I love you like a brother. And, oh, it's fucking, it, it was ridiculous. What? Yeah. The manager that wrote you up and fired me. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. I have had a good relationship with that guy for a good while now. And he, then why did he act like such a jerk? It was a control thing. But the thing is, literally the Friday before that, that guy worked a half day. <laughs> Don't fucking talk out of both sides of your mouth. Not to me. Well, here's the distinction. 
the distinction is is that he is a manager or this person, whatever he, yeah. he, they. Yeah. This individual is a manager and probably has some sort of authority to come and go as they please. Right? Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Maybe they cleared it with their boss. Maybe. Maybe they didn't. So, really, it's not about it's not about what they did. It's about the fact that you left the job and didn't tell a manager. And if your manager had said, "Look, you can't do that, Chris." You gotta let me know when you're leaving. I didn't have anybody on the sales floor. All of a sudden, you're gone, and so and so are gone, and so and so is gone, and I don't have anybody. Damn, I get it. It's fucking dead. I don't need you guys here, but it's about the respect to say, hey, boss, isn't cool if we go ahead and take a few minutes off? No problem. That would have been reasonable. Too reasonable. So that's that's where it didn't go. Right. Now, now why don't, okay, so so anyway, let's get back to wizard supply then, because we've gone on the great tangent of Chris, Chris, so Chris is anxiously waiting for his supplies to show yeah, up, so. and you knew that you were going to not be in the car business for much longer. Yeah, now, the thing that I did not expect was an abrupt uh, <coughs> cutting out of my income, because that's what I was going to use to fund wizard supply. So that has thrown a bit of a hiccup into things. So I, but I can go to wizardsupply.store and place my order for for my soap and for my cup because I need soap in a cup now. I don't have I don't have soap up there yet actually. Um, I can put some up. I thought you had soap and aftershave up there already. There uh, there were something along those lines, but I wasn't I wasn't happy with the supply chain on them. And I Roger just, that. I don't want somebody to get something in 30 days. That doesn't no. seem, that doesn't seem appropriate. No, especially when I can go to your competitor and get it in two days if I'm a prime. I mean, not yeah, your competitor directly. Yeah, I can go to somebody else and get it faster. Yeah. And unfortunately, on the internet, price and expedience are the name of the game. Right. So... If that ain't gonna make that possible. Give me that. Give me that microphone. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna remove that, and I will. So uh, Tara was like, hey, we should make our own soap, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, you're gonna go steal fat? No. So we're just gonna make shape soap here. I can get all the supplies for relatively inexpensive, and we're gonna make it. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So it's funny. My aftershave, I'm doing in potion bottles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I absolutely love it. I, I am waiting on a couple of components for that. Yeah. That should be up and available for Christmas time. And then I've got, uh, I just ordered shatterproof shave bowls. So that's something that I'm really, really excited about. And then my... Uh, so my wife and I get in a fight and I grab it and see, I fling it against the wall. It's funny that you said that because that was an idea that I had for an ad. Yeah. It was her throwing it at you yeah. and it bouncing off the wall and you being like, at least I got the shatterproof one! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so no grabbing that so yeah that's uh like she's gonna be there with a dick too shut the fuck up <laughs> she's gonna murder you she's gonna be pulling it down she's like damn it hurt this so big and I need it give it to me shut up <laughs> shit bag over there um uh, if I were my friend, I wouldn't say that. So there's there's so much cool shit though that it's like, oh okay, why well, should I should have this kind of product, that kind of product? So I've got a lot of stuff that's on its way here, uh, or a bunch of brushes that I ordered um, that are a little more high end than that mm-hmm. first batch. Those are on their way here. Nice. So yeah, those are like fucking 
a lot of people would charge probably fifty, sixty dollars mm-hmm. for those brushes. So those would be about thirty-five bucks or so. So the excitement of a new endeavor has that helped to get you out of your slump? Is it? Are, 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 I mean, you still feel like you're in a slump, right? Yeah, yeah. There's no. The easiest way to measure what I'm doing now is orders. Well, orders aren't really coming through because I'm not really advertising. I ran a few ads just to get the name out there and to familiarize people. That's why this episode of Why We Game is brought to you by WizardSupply.store. I don't always shave, but when I do, it used to be a chore. But change your chore to a ritual. WizardSupply.store. Making shaving worth your time. I'm so excited. I'm putting out a, uh, a razor called Dark Ritual. It's a little stubby black razor. Love that. Badass. The stubby black razor. Because the mage blade is long. It's, yeah. it's like a, it's very similar to like any traditional razor that you'd go to a store, like a cartridge razor. Yeah. If you were to go to a store, the handle length is about the same. Which, I, okay, so what is the purpose behind a short razor? There's there's no purpose. It's just fail. It's, it's just different. I gotcha. So like when I started uh, with safety razors, all my safety razors were short handles. Because that's what was available. The long handle thing wasn't super popular. So I feel like that we should transition into we like I'm part of your company. But the wizardsupply.store should transition into dildos because I want a big monstrous cock called the Rod of Ruin. The right? Rod of Ruin. Yeah, I, I do. I want I want all sorts of kitschy fantasy D D <laughs> marital aids there. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. No, that's but but has this has this helped to motivate you to get out of a slump to an extent? Um, like I so I don't have an area to work out of right now. So that's one of the things that's been weird. So I'm you have this beautiful new house and this huge basement, man. So like the basement, I'm painting a section of it to work out of. Yesterday, Tara was like, "Man, I can't focus at work with everybody fucking in and out of the house all the time and all that." And I was like, "Okay." why don't you take this area that I'm painting then? She was like, I would actually kind of like that because it's a little bigger. I'm going to have to do this soon. And I'll have like an actual workspace that's not a family space. She's like, you can just move your shit up into my office. Yeah, because her office is right by the front door. So even if you don't even even talk to her, she still has to hear the in and out of the door and the noise. So that's going to get turned into like a uh, game room for a little bit. Oh, I like that. I like so that'll that. Be, that'll be my podcast space slash the game room and all that. Um, and then I still have to finish half the basement so that we can get the arcade set up down there and all that bullshit. So mm. we're, we're going to be playing musical offices for a little bit here, which is fine. It's not the end of the world. But like that's the, that's the type of shit that I think... I think the thing that motivates me to get out of a rut is simply moving for the sake of motion. Mm. It, for me, it's cleaning. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, you're creating order. Yeah, so when I, especially like if, if I'm in a creative, if I'm in a creative slump, I will take the, like if I, I need just to think about a story or what have you, I'll take the dog on a walk, right? So I'll just, I'll just get super blazed up and take the dog on a walk in, like in a park or someplace safe where there's no cars just to let my mind wander. Huh. But if I'm at home and when I'm cleaning 
the bathrooms. Like I do my best gaming preparation uh-huh. while I'm cleaning the bathrooms, vacuuming the floor, cleaning the kitchen. I know it's game day, and so that's kind of my game day ritual is I get up, I get real high, take the dog on a walk, and start thinking about the game. And I come home, start cleaning, start really trying to give some meat to those ideas. And then by the time that the afternoon rolls around, I can actually write and put ideas together. So you basically, you have to marinate for a Yeah, I just have to, I have to stew <laughs> in, in, in anything that I'm doing, right? Whether whether it's assembling miniatures, whether it's it's painting, but most of what I really like to do is write and storytell, and, and that really, really does require that I kind of immerse myself in my imagination. And so I want to do, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to do something that does not require a lot of cognitive processing ability. So I can do a thing that is rote, right? That, you know, I've cleaned, I've done the dishes so many times. I've cleaned our two bathrooms so many times. And that was not a humble brag or a flex that I have two bathrooms. But, but you know, I've, I've cleaned the shitter so many times that it's just muscle memory. Right. So I'm literally, yeah, so I can just wander and just let my head go. And, and that is helpful, but lately it's not been... It's not adequate. Yeah, it's not been... It, 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 no, it, it, it has been inadequate. I think that's the perfect way to describe it. So we, uh, we started going back to jujitsu. And like that's been that's been really nice for me. Just going out on the mat and rolling. Yeah, yeah. Just having another dude. I human oh. being hold you. So I I went. They teamed me up with like this sixteen year old girl, and she was fucking good. Like I had to I had to basically utilize the fact that I weighed more than her. Right. And was stronger because her technique was just great. Yeah, hers yeah. was fucking fantastic. Like she was really good. And uh, like I submitted her a couple of times. She submitted me once with this fucking crazy armbar. She used her legs to put me in an armbar. Uh-huh. It was wild. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, dude? And I was like, honestly, if I wasn't bigger and stronger than you, you would beat me every time. Yep. Because you're you've got it down. And then I got to roll with a uh, a blue belt, and he he put it on me pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I mean, I, I've never done it myself, but one of the things that multiple people with whom I've spoken, I've heard Joe Rogan, other podcasters, that they talk about the how humbling an experience it is to be out there and to just be handled by another human being, right? To just be that that it, it really is a form of ego death. Oh, for sure, for sure. What's well, like your as a as a male, you're like I fight him and make him get dead if I fight him. Yeah, and it's not true. That's not what fucking happens. Yeah. Like it's it is it's very very humbling because there's yeah. really the only thing that you can have there that is invaluable is experience. Having felt whatever that particular thing is before, that's the only thing that prepares you for it. And that's why I suck at shaving because you know the whole ten thousand hours to make. I, I don't shave very often. My father didn't really teach me how to shave. Um, it's kind of show I figured out on my own. So having you show me how to use a safety razor was a revelation because I just didn't know how to do it properly, right? And so I think one of the reasons why I get skin irritation and I, I just I'm not practiced at it. 
And I think that that's true of everything, whether it's, you know, jujitsu or shaving or painting or driving or whatever, right? I just don't have the XP. Well, it's funny. So with, with shaving in particular, like back in the day, your dad taught you how to shave. That's what happened because you were using a safety razor, a straight razor, or something like that. So you needed somebody to help guide you a little bit. Um, once we started getting cartridge razors, it wasn't. You didn't well, really have with that. The, run the blade on your face, take the hair off, it, done. It, yeah. it does everything for you. You don't need to think about it. So it's really interesting because uh, the only way that you get to learn how to shave now is Googling. Like you have to look it up. You have to seek the information. It's not something that's given to you as like a coming of age rite of passage. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting. Yeah, no, you're you're right. And there's a lot that's like that, though. Well, and, and, and I will say the other thing that that I that I that helps me to get out of a slump. Get down. Uh oh. You're good. Keep talking. The baby's in trouble. Any which way. So one of the things that I think helps me uh, is I need to I need to have a routine. Oh, I'm sure. I need to I need to know that I get up and I do this and then I do that and then I do that and then by that time I need to be on my computer doing emails and doing research and reading. Okay, today is this day. I need to cut a video. I need to what? I like, so today I'm going to try to work on some you know video stuff. So I made sure that I got up, I showered, I shaved, had my breakfast, made sure that I took care of my errands on my way here. So I showed up a little bit early, and you know. If I if I have a, I, I hate to do list, but if if I have an order of tasks and, or a list of tasks and I can check them off, I'm much much more productive, and that certainly helps me get out of a slump. But also, just being in a clean workspace makes such a difference in my head. I need fucking lists. Like that's something that I I hate writing things down. I think it's bullshit. I I'm so arrogant that I think I know. And I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. I have a vision board. Yeah, well, and that's smart. Yeah. That's super smart. But, like, yeah, as far as writing shit down goes, that's something that I have to do now. And I, I like, I didn't realize it for years. But I had people telling me, they were like, hey, write it down, write it down, write it down. And I was like, fuck that. That's stupid. So I would finally, like, on days off, I would write down what I wanted to accomplish in that day. And it was fucking insane the amount of shit that I could get done. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're knocking out five or six things that have seemed kind of daunting throughout yeah. the week, it's like, holy shit, dude. If you can do that on just a single day off and still have time to fuck off, like, what right, you, were, you were going hard, and, and I feel the for me too the sense of accomplishment, as lame as it may sound, knowing that this hey the downstairs closet in the gym needs to get cleaned out. We've cleaned out every other closet in the house in preparation for getting the house on the market, except for two. I need to do that today. So for me, writing it down and then doing it and then stretching a line through it, it, you feel a sense of accomplishment. It's totally different. So I will keep digital notes for certain things. It's not the same as writing it down. No. It's totally different. Like, I used to carry a little notepad with me, a real tiny one, um, because I I was like, dude, this is fucking great. If I want to, if I have a thought that I need to jot down, I can. If I need to cross out something on a list, I can. Like, it was just awesome. She's put me down. She's like, I'm done with your shit, Dad. So, yeah, writing things down helps a lot. And, like, when you see things getting checked off the list, that's like a... 
that's a big boost in morale yeah. for sure for sure it's uh like i said for for me initially it's just doing something it's moving for the sake of motion so like if i i can do some dishes or something like you were saying just to start something and make something around me more beautiful like when you start to do that stuff that's when you find a little bit more purpose and you're like oh, okay 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 I think the thing that I've really been struggling with recently has been being pulled in so many different directions. So I was like, okay, well, I was not ready to hard launch this company just yet. Not not in the capacity that, that I'm having to. So what what then do I do? Um, because it, I don't, I lack the funds to do it the way that I was going to do it. So how do we how do we go about this now? Oh, I have to get a job. Okay, what kind of job do I want to get? And then you go down that fucking rabbit hole and I'm like, oh yeah, I don't fucking want to get a job like that like i've got a job selling cars if i want to go do that i just don't think that's right 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 now so i'm applying for things that i think would be more interesting and more engaging but i don't know man it's 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 a weird spot to be in and i think that's where i've really gotten into the sump because i've literally applied to like 50 something places most places don't want to fuck with me because i don't have a bachelor's degree I don't understand the difficulty in finding a job right now when everyone wants help. That's what that's what they say. Now, if you have an income requirement, because here's the thing, I, I, it doesn't make sense to go take a ten or twelve dollar an hour job. No, no, not for you. Um, it's not it's not financially viable. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not going to do that. I basically the stuff that I'm applying for, the income requirements that I have, are jobs that are not entry level positions. Roger that. So. They require experience or a degree. Experience, I have degree. I do not. Right. And then there's other people that are applying for those jobs, maybe with both. Right. And I've not lied about having one or the other. And I think that's the thing that's biting me in the ass. Is you're not dishonest? Is that I don't know. I don't have a degree. Like we talked about it last week. I just don't. So you. So and and, and if I recall correctly, I I if I believe that I suggested you purchase one. Yeah. And that, yeah, you can't call it that anymore. You go, you go to the dark web. You can't call it that either because dark implies evil or bad, and that's racist. Yeah. So what we're going to call it is the alternate or the alternate internet, <laughs> uh, or we could call it we could call it the criminal internet. We could call it the C. No, no, criminal, criminal's not okay. It means derogatory, right? Yeah. What? Well, any which way. I'm gonna be dead baby. I was gonna say she had herself stuck. And you took your sock off. <laughs> I have baby now. But hey, no, it's baby. A, it's it's a funny thing, man. Like baby, it's okay. Everybody says they're, they're hiring right now, and there are places that are hiring. Um, but most of those are entry-level positions, and that's not what I'm currently seeking out. I did, however, find out that Miniature Market is hiring for like a, a store manager. What? Yeah. They're looking for a manager? Yeah. Because really? the is, I guess, moving into the... Uh, I can't say for certain because it didn't mention Stu by name. Right. But I can only assume that Stu is going to be the district manager now. Oh, the three stores? Uh, three. I think they're doing one in Afton, too. Shut up. They're opening a new location. Not that I... I can't not confirm or We're, deny. Oh, so you found it. No, no, I didn't stop it. I literally found it on Indeed. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the hell? So I, I sent a real cocky message. I was like... Have Stu call me anytime. Wow. 
Because I, I told Tara, I was like, they're looking for a store manager. I was like, I would totally fucking do that. Why wouldn't they give that job to Joey to oversee the three? Oh, sorry. Let's not put, let's not have this conversation. I'm not. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, no. Yeah, so, because I, I had heard that Asmo Day was trying to buy Miniature Market. Really? Yeah, which I don't know if it's going to be true. I need to, I need to reach out to Stu and get all the, all the scuttlebutt. Yeah. But then, but they're also trying to sell themselves. Asmo Day wants to pay... Uh, two billion euros for the company I think is what they were asking yeah for fucking Asmodee yeah well I mean they own, the thing is is that they own everybody right I mean they own so much they market share everybody. of the board game industry they do but how much money I I guess that's the part where I'm fucking ignorant because I don't know how much money the board game industry brings in and I know there are so many small companies there there are there are the outliers most of them are small but there are a couple of outliers that do really well like well Wizards of the Coast Games Workshop, Asmodee. Asmodee is the... I mean, especially if you want board games, but, yeah. you know, and they own Fantasy Flight yes, and all that other garbage, but any which way. Yeah, so for... I, I, I'm in a slump. You know what it is for me? Honestly, what, what the, the biggest problem I have, I am unmotivated to do shit. I'm just unmotivated. I just don't... But do you know what you have to do? Yes. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I know what I have to do. I just don't because I'm not motivated. And I don't know why I'm not motivated. That, that would be the one... That's the one thing that is a benefit to having somebody that you work with. Mm-hmm. Because there is a level of accountability that you have to hold there. Like if you had... So if you had like a... Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. A partner. Yeah. That would... I think that could be beneficial to you it's also a pain in the ass though because then if somebody's not doing what they're supposed to do well you're you're behind by default right so that's something that's really tough man hard hard waters to navigate there yeah it is you are adorable did you know that oh here's your sock if you want oh thank you so i guess what what do, what do you listeners do to get out of ruts let us know. Well, I know we have one listener who wears a lot of kilts, and I think that if they were here, they would tell us that a thumb in the butt and you know a good a good pud pug is really the thing that should get you out of your slumps, especially if you've recently Brazilianed your your keister and your bait and tackle, and you're smooth as a baby's bottom. Yeah, but if you're so. What if, what if then you just get into, all right, well, I'm masturbating six times a day and sticking my finger in my ass? Well, then yeah. you're not really accomplishing anything. Well, then if you use the thumb in the butt, right, so you take your offhand, put your thumb in your butt, and then you grasp your testicles and you just fucking savage them. You just <laughs> savage, just grip the balls hard, right? Pull them away. Well, so really what you do, choke your scrotum so that your 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 balls are at the bottom, the, the hammer portion of your fist, and then the top where your thumb is, that's where your, your taint is going to be and you've got you've got your strokes tugged and so tight and the bowl the balls are bulbous and the skin is 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 nice and taut there and then you just hold that down yeah yeah, yeah. your your daughter is clapping <laughs> she just said just like anything that involves cock and ball torture oh there it was celebrate look at her smiling and clapping she's like c-a-d-a-t c-a-d-a-t torture them balls smash that cock right your wife is never going to let me come back to your house again. Yeah, she's going to murder us. 
But yeah, no, I think that's a great question. What what do other people do to get themselves out of those slumps? I mean, if if we were athletes, we would go and have intercourse with someone that we found repellent. That's what you do when you're an athlete. Yeah, I mean, what about slump? I mean, I guess you know, it's hateful and derogatory and misogynist. But uh, but yes, they would uh, you know the the snuggle the yes the cis het you know athletes would go out and they would go to the bar and they would try to seduce uh, someone who was considered well someone who was at risk for COVID more so than you and I would be, and not based on their age, but based on their BMI. Oh, well, you see, you're not. That's actually not a measurement of anything. Yeah. What? Yeah. If you're fat, that doesn't mean you're unhealthy. You're not allowed to say that. Oh, well, that's what's interesting to me. I was listening to a radio report on the way here, and they were talking about, boy, we really don't can't figure out why fewer people in this age group in England or in London, or in the United Kingdom, why this demographic of people under a certain age in the United Kingdom, even though they're less vaccinated and they're not wearing masks every day at school, we have significantly more people getting sick and dying from COVID in this age category and I was like well because you childhood obesity you fucking idiot it's fat 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 I, I very rarely get in arguments with people on the internet because it's but you did I did one time recently and it was about COVID and this lady was going on and on about how dangerous and everything it was and I was like look everything that you've said is real but the statistics don't support your argument and I was like look the vast majority of people who are succumbing to this are because they're either fat or old or a combination of the two. Now, there are other outliers, but statistically, if you are not obese, the likelihood of surviving this thing is significantly higher. The survival rate's 98.4 like, or 6 anyway. It's ridiculously now, high. I, I can't speak on long COVID sim symptoms or syndrome or what ailments or issues that those people are dealing with. I, I, I can't. Well, so, I, I see, I, I went to, I, I just would look up deaths versus reported cases. Right. And so there, there's going to be, the thing that I think is most interesting about that is that number is also off. Because you know there are tons of unreported cases. Oh, of course. Yeah, I know. Don't want to report it. No, well, also people that don't know they ever had it. So, and it, every death right now is being counted as a COVID death, or at least it was. Well, there's some interesting stories, you know, about motorcycle accidents and things that got counted. There's some fun stories out there. So, all right. Sorry, should I go back to cock and ball torture? Would that please her? Vibes. So, talked about snapping somebody's tanner like a rubber band. So that's one of those things that I think is so interesting. Yeah, shut up, I noticed. Because I'm like, okay, so with if you've got all this shit going on, and like we know there's actually more cases than are being reported, and it's still a 98.6%, or it's 98.6 or 98.4, I forget the exact number off the top of my head. Anywho, if that's still the survival rate based off of numbers that we know to be skewed in favor of COVID, well then, what the fuck? Like, 
when do we say that we may have overreacted? Oh, we do. We don't get to. We not only not only do we not get to say that, we have to accept that this is, as they say, the new normal. This is the future, Chris. Masks are never going away. When I go to when I go to conventions in 2022, I will still be masked. And I'll probably have to have a third or fourth vaccine shot and proof of such. Yeah, I can't believe that that's a thing. Somebody a vaccine card. I had to, went to a concert and I had to show a vaccine card, and I was like, "This is a joke." Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and that again. I, I mean, whatever. I'm conflicted. The the issue for me is this. I I took the I took the vaccine. I'm glad I took the vaccine. I don't want to get sick. I don't want other people to get sick. But boy, when you start telling people that you have to do X, Y, and Z, and that you have to show your papers, and that you have to have yeah, your it's fucking and you're supposed to put the star on your shirt. Yeah, just absolutely continue to obediently obey and comply to dictate. It makes me super uncomfortable. See, I think the thing that I think is so frustrating about the vaccine is that it, it how effective it is is debatable. Extremely debatable. Like, I think they said it's got like a 70% uh, success rate. 70%. Now, I've heard some of them are as high as in the 90s. Yeah. Let's for, let's for the sake of the story say that you 90%. That why are there so many outlier cases? I, dude, I don't know. That really doesn't make sense. Like, it's not, I, I think it's bullshit. I'm not a virologist. I think the argument would be that early on, so many people refused to vaccinate that the virus had the opportunity to mutate. I think that, that would was, be... Yeah, it was everybody not vaccinating that did it. Well, there were... I didn't say everybody. I think no, there I were so many people that didn't... Yeah. That, it had, that it had time to evolve and grow. Again, it, it seems so fishy to me, man. I, ju- I just... I, I'm, I'm a stupid, uneducated person, Okay. I wouldn't say stupid. I would say ignorant. Yeah. There's a distinction for sure. It just doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. If that's the case, then we we've completely eradicated certain diseases and ailments through vaccination. So if we can do that, why why, why then this thing that's got symptoms very similar to the common cold or flu? Why are we struggling so much with it, especially when the survivability of it's so astronomically high? I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but there are many, many factors that go into it. I, I think that I think that it is about money and and about the about yeah, the Pfizer put out earnings reports today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's about I think it's about wealth and wealth is power. I think it is about control because you have petty bureaucrats who live you know hundreds or thousands of miles away from us that make dictates about our lives, and I think that they are excited. I think that it's about fear. I think there are so many bent neurotic people in this world, particularly in America, that just enjoy the terror. They just get off on the fear mongering, and they just they want us to sit and be afraid and sit in our homes and wear our masks and not have life. But I also think a lot of it has to do with our CCP overlords. I see. So what's the word of wisdom this week? You know, I I, I think... I think 
that you just recognize that you're in a slump and you just fight into the ambush. I think that the only thing you can do. And I love that expression. Storm the beaches are haunted. Yeah, that's the analogy of if you get ambushed instead of, you know, running and, you know, uh, falling into the second pincer or what have you, getting deep, getting more deeply embroiled. Getting yeah. In, getting more deeply embroiled into the trap, you accept that you are trapped and you attack the attackers. Right? And I think that that's what you have to do. I think that you just have to attack the slump and make it your bitch. You know what we call that? What's that? Making fuck. Well, making fuck. Oh, berserker. I'm making uh, fuck right now. I'm so bad in like fucking Yankee Blue Jeans or some shit. 